So I'm in second grade, right? It's like, let's see, let's see, the age, uh, the year would, would have been like, what, 1995, right? Five, six, seven, no, no, 1994, maybe. I don't know. It was early 90s, early mid-90s. I'm in second grade, and I'm in line. I'm in Miss, Miss Squire's class, and um, Russell, a buddy of mine, who you know was just a classmate like we weren't like best friends or anything but i remember russell and uh we were in line and he was behind me and uh we were just kind of talking and i guess we're on do you guys know what portables are i would assume some of y'all do like portables they're like the uh you know the small little trailer rv sized rooms uh outside of the building for schools no Anyway, we were in a portable and that had a ramp and the ramp was made out of wood, at least back when I was in second grade. I think the newer portables are made out of aluminum and I don't even know if they have portables anymore. But when they did back in second grade, uh, they were made out of wood and which meant you can get splinters on them real easily. And the part where there should be grip had like some kind of spray or i don't know it was like this little beady stuff it it could scratch you up is what i'm getting at like it wasn't it was kind of rugged it wasn't just a smooth wood finish you know so i'm in line and they're trying to tell us to go and uh, i'm talking to my buddy russell we're in mid-conversation so jared who's behind russell is looking at us like guys you have to go like the line is is moving and i look forward and like sure enough the line has been moving and I've just been standing there holding up the line. So it, this happened so fast. I looked in front of the, the, the big dead space in front of me where the line had moved and I'm just standing there. And then I looked back at Russell and I see Jared behind Russell leaning over to kind of tap my shoulder like, hey, you need to go. But he kind of slips on the wood. And when he does this, he accidentally his body weight falls on Russell, which then falls on me. And then we all three fall to the ground. We're in second grade. So when we all hit the ground, it's not like we just kind of laugh it off. Like, oh, you guys are crazy. I can't believe it. We fell down. No, we all over-dramatized the whole thing and we're crying and like bleeding for some reason. There's blood on on the wood of the ramp for the portable. And I'm grabbing my arm, and Jared's grabbing his knee, and Russell's just kind of like, what just happened? Russell always wore baggy jeans and a collared shirt. Like, that was his—we didn't have uniforms at this school, but he had—he wore, like, essentially the same clothes every day. And uh, he was fine. He just kind of got up, like, what was that all about? But I'm, like, holding my elbow, and I'm, like, half crying, and Jared is holding his knee, and there's blood from his knee, and he's just, like, crying, and then Miss Squire shows up, like, oh, my gosh, what are you boys doing? And we got sent to the office because she thought we got in a fight. We didn't get in a fight. It was, like, this small little innocent, you know, mishap, and there we are, and they're, like, okay, explain to me again what happened, and I'm, like, oh, I was just standing there, and Jared pushed me, and then they're, like, okay, well, Russell says that, uh, I don't know, all our stories didn't match is what I'm getting at. So I have, I got a, like a, a strawberry, you know, like those ugly circular cuts from scraping your, your elbow on the floor, uh, from that stinking ramp, man, from the portable. 
so I'm all bleeding from my, you know, they patched me up and Jared, he, he, he wore shorts. And so he had scraped his knee. And then again, Russell was just like, bro, I'm just standing here. I wasn't doing anything. I shouldn't be a part of this. And, uh, we didn't get in trouble. They kind of just ruled out that we weren't fighting and we indeed just fell over in this really bizarre way. And, um, the whole event was weird and it's it's also weird that i remember it so well but i do and because uh i don't know it just stood out to me that um how bad how like how bad the the wood on those ramps were for the portable system so um it made me think like we were we were like super innocent man like we were just kids we weren't doing anything bad but when she came over, the first thing she thought was, oh, my gosh, these boys were fighting. And I guess I don't blame her because we were just, you know, just boys. Like, we were just kind of we weren't like bad kids or nothing. But fast forward, I guess, to third grade, Russell, the same Russell from that story, uh, was asking me to punch him as hard as I can in his stomach in the boys restroom in third grade and it was all as a joke like yeah i bet you i can take it and i was like yeah and i i i I do it i punch him as hard as i can and he fell over and like couldn't breathe and i was like oh my gosh i killed russell uh russell was fine and he tried to laugh it off but he was kind of crying and he's like no let me do you and i was like no (laughs) he's like oh come on man let me punch you in the stomach nah man like that okay that hurt he's like oh come on come on i'm like okay okay fine and he does it and i scream and cry like a girl and i was just like oh it hurts like i i I couldn't take it man i couldn't take that hit and again we're all very innocent although it was in third grade where i started uh to cuss quite a bit um that whole not whole third grade year but a lot of that third grade year it's like trying to act like this bad kid that I wasn't. And I, I tell those stories to explain just how, one, wimpy, but also innocent I truly was. Like, I was really an innocent little boy. Like, pretty naive and just kind of like, you know, innocent. This, this pure-hearted, sweet, precious angel. Maybe that's a little over the top. But I was an innocent kid, man. So, um... Of course, when I got older and went into middle school and like went through all this garbage, my innocence was had had left me. And uh, it wasn't until later as an adult when you try to seek that same innocence that I had in second grade on that that portable ramp is like I I want that again. Like, I know it's silly, but there's something about when she came and thought we were fighting I was so like shocked like I was in pain for my elbow but my heart my mind was like what like why would you think that we're fighting like why what would we be fighting over that's an innocent mind right there because nowadays you look at people and you there's always something that's kind of like oh I bet you he's upset because of the drama man drama 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 we just love it we love the drama and the gossips um uh what is it it's in the book of psalms the bible psalms 37 verse 37 so chapter 37 verse 37 says mark the blameless man and observe the upright for the future of that man is peace this scripture first stood out to me as a teenager when we were trying to think of a band name i was in a band a rock band 
we were we, were we a rock band were we though i don't know we played music and um we thought up the name upright from that scripture mark the blameless man and observe the upright for the future of that man is peace and it's the idea of pay attention to the the good guy pay attention to someone who's trying to do right and be innocent and lives a pure life because that guy is gonna stay in peace he will always have a peace and there's something about being innocent and trying to live pure and trying to be just right-hearted trying to live upright that gives you peace because you're not trying to be malicious in any way when you're trying to be malicious you know there's that there's that uh hidden agenda and yada yada and there's that that back there's something in the back that's like that will eat at you because you're going to be paranoid and the reason you're paranoid my you know my wife actually really put this into my head uh, after we got married she used to point out you know when people think of someone a certain way meaning if so-and-so is very paranoid of me or worried that i think ill of them it's because they themselves think that way like they think ill of other people or they would mistreat other people therefore they're paranoid because they feel like if i would do it to somebody someone's clearly going to do it to me and that's the malicious mind that's the the not so innocent person the not blame you know the the blameful person and the not upright person like they're the kind that's like expecting everybody to to screw them over because well that's how they are to other people and and that's where the balance comes as an adult because as an adult you have to be able to be like well you know don't don't be straight up naive but don't also see the absolute worst in everybody all the time it's a hard balance but you'll have peace if you're trying to be upright it's true bible says so and then if you just live that lifestyle you'll feel it so I don't know what Russell's doing nowadays, but um, I would I would imagine um, he's probably just as chill as he was back then. I remember looking up to Russell because he used to be so laid back. He was like really chill. I, I always remember that about him. It's so weird. And that event on the ramp on that portable like <laughs> stood out to me that Russell was just like, what's the deal? And there I was crying on the floor like my elbow. I'm bleeding. Ah anyway i don't miss those days but um i definitely want to have peace in my mind so if i'm gonna shoot for to have some peace that means i gotta live upright try to have a good life try to be uh blameless and just worry about myself and not so much about russell and everyone else around me